Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 192. It's Corey here, recording an intro because we had an intro, and something went wrong in GarageBand, and we have it no longer. So I'm here to let you know to listen to the podcast on bnbpodcast.com, our website, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you find your damn podcasts. B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find the humor, enjoyment, and low-budget lesser-known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode, so you do can join in on the madness. You can follow us at B-Movie Breakdown on Instagram, at B&B Podcast on Twitter, uh, B-Movie Breakdown on Facebook. Check out Nick's stuff at Scatterville Stories on Instagram, Scatterville Stories website. Check out all of his comics there. This week's movie is Chopping Mall. Nick's been wanting to watch it for a while. We finally got around to it, so let's do this. Roger Corman's classic, Chopping Mall. It's the best of the worst. thinking about it um i don't think we've ever watched maybe way a long time ago but it's been a long time if we have but i what haven't we watched a, a roger corman movie that's it true it's kind of weird because roger corman is pretty much like pretty you know, much gave this podcast a reason to exist right in a way but i feel like most of the time his movies are just like obvious choices well, and if the B-Movie Breakdown likes to do anything, we like to be very unobvious. That's right. a word. It's Unpredictable. True. But, I mean, he's the guy has made so many movies. It's, well, it's crazy that we haven't... Pick 12, the next ones we watch. <laughs> we'll pick them out of a hat every week. We literally, we literally could. I believe you. From now until the end of time, probably. Just well, continue to keep doing... Welcome to the Roger Corman Breakdown. Roger Corman Breakdown, that's the podcast from now on. I guess. I mean, he's he's produced so many movies. It's, it's you know, it's pretty much out of control. That's what you do when you're a badass. Yeah. He is a badass. He, he's in so many absurd... I think Humanoids from the Deep was one that we might have did as a B-movie breakdown on Potty Mouths. Oh, the prequel series. The prequel series, but I don't think, um, I don't remember ever oh. having done an actual Roger Corman produced, oh, he produced Munchies. That's like a, cr- it's like a, think about like Gremlins mixed with Critters, and I think, it's a major ripoff. I think we've discussed this before. Munchies? Probably during the Critters or Gremlins time. Yeah, we totally have, for sure. And mm. uh, that's a, that's why, that's why it like made sense to me that we'd it'd come up before. But yeah, you've seen them. I've seen. So How I many s- are there? Munchies. There's just one. Oh wow, that seems that well, seems rare. There's like two. It's hard to explain. Try. So there's a movie called Munchies, okay. and they're basically like little gremlins. Yeah, little ripoff shits. Yeah, it's it's a total gremlins ripoff okay. type of thing. Um, and they even look like like little creatures, like oh, yeah, cool. Oh my god, they literally look like if a gremlin had sex with a critter. Yeah, they're... that's exactly what they look like. Yeah, 
He's got his dad's eyes and his mom's ass. Oh my god, why what's with you asses tonight? So the it is it spawned two sequels, but the sequels have no relation to the original film. So how can it be a sequel? Because this is okay. So this that one's called Munchies. Yes. And then there's a, I guess a pseudo sequel kind of. Sure. Called Munchie. Okay. And it's a Roger Corman movie. I would love to watch Munchie. I feel like you would hate every second of Munchie. I hate every second of this fucking movie poster I was just looking at. I hate everything that was. Yes, you would genuinely hate everything about Munchie. Yeah, man, I don't know. Oh, man. That'll be the... I will get so drunk and so angry. And he loves pizza. Remember, he flies on a pizza. Oh, man, I just fucking hate everything about this already. I rented this movie a lot of times as a child. I love how this podcast reveals so much about why you are the way you are. I don't remember... I, I mean, I probably saw them both. And they probably blur in my head because I don't remember much about them. But I don't know how much I saw of Munchie Strikes Back. Oh my which god. Which is the sequel. How can it be a pseudo-sequel? But he would like make this... wishes happen and he'd be like, Hey, I'm a guy. I can. I'm a... I hear it. I can just see it in the voice. He has. And the face of this character. Yeah, it's like, Hey, what are you doing? Hey, Munchie. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, I knew... Like, just bringing it up that you would hate, yeah, Dom DeLuise does a voice. So just Dom DeLuise being like, Ah, Munchie! Hey, what are you doing? Ah, Munchie! Fuck. And he's just like, I'm a crazy, I'm a flying a pizza! Fuck this. So, that's a... Man. It's definitely it's definitely a movie we need to watch. I... But should we watch Munchies and then Munchie? I don't know, man. Do you want me just like to enjoy a sci-fi film or get drunk and pissed? Because Munchie's Munchie the the page also reminded me of, of another what? movie that I remember seeing, and it's like a. What are you showing me? <laughs> it's like I can see this computer it's like, screen. It's what like, are you showing me? It's like as if ET had sex with Mac from Mac and Me and made this made a creature called Nuki. Yeah, and it came out of Gollum's penis. What is that, Nuki? Oh my god. And then somehow fucking the guy from He-Man was involved in this orgy. Yeah, Nuki. Ah, I really and the cover looks like an E.T. poster on purpose. Yeah, it's like a fucking it's but it's he doesn't literally look... if you took Mac and me and oh combined it god. with E.T., you get Nuki. And I remember seeing this as a child. That creature looks like somebody skull fucked his brains out and it kept living. One thing that you can be uh, glad about to look forward to for when we watch uh, Munchie is that it's Jennifer Good. Love Hewitt's film debut is Munchie. Oh, thank God. She's the best. Can, we, can I just review Ghost Whisperer for a long time? Sorry, that's off topic. Like that show she was on? Yeah, that I watched like all the time. And awesome. it would make me sad all the time. Oh, uh, the sad... The You know what's sad is that Munchie Strikes Back you can get uh, on DVD for $10. <laughs> But the original Munchie is, like, hard to find. It's sad. Like, we, we might not be able to watch Munchie. I well, know. I'll just go to eBay, bid $500. <laughs> you want to know a story that I told you already? I want to tell Oh, me. well, we could watch the whole thing on YouTube. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We could just watch the whole movie of Munchie. I'm Munchie! 
What are your wishes? Your dad is evil. Speaking of wishes, I'm just saying, if you're making an eBay bid, you should put decimal points when you try and type in $5. Doesn't it have decimal points after? Yeah, but because I'm so used to the cash register that I've dealt with for many years, it does not require a decimal point. So you just type in five five zero zero. Oh, oh no. Not good. Right. That's right. Yeah, don't do that. Only if you're, but only do it if you're bidding on Munchie on DVD or well, VHS. See, that's what that's. Now, I, whenever I get beat in eBay auctions, I bet I know what happens. Everybody just bids five hundred dollars and they win. Right. Well, I, I'm just glad that we can watch Munchie the full movie. I mean, I don't know if I can say that I'm glad about any part of that. We could probably watch Munchies as well, but I'd rather just watch Munchie. The one that just looks like pure shit? It's not pure shit. Lonnie Anderson is in it. (laughs) You really won me over there. (laughs) That means I want to put myself through this entire shit show just for that. Dude, Munchie is the shit, dude. That's a Roger Corman classic, Munchie. Dude, we can get the VHS for like 10 bucks. It looks like somebody took a dump and he climbed out of the... It looks like Teen Wolf took a dump and he climbed out of the toilet. He's got a sweet leather jacket on. I know what sweet he... Sweet hair. Oh my God. Would he look less offensive if he didn't have hair? To you? Is it the, ha- is it the hair and the mustache that makes it kind of offensive? He has a mustache? That's his nose, dude. It almost looks like a Hitler mustache. It's real high. (laughs) What if Hitler had a Hitler stash on his nose? Munchie just moved in. There goes the neighborhood. How many movies have that as their tagline? So-and-so, so-and-so, here goes the neighborhood. But it's funny, it also says the smash sequel to Munchies. Has no connection. (laughs) The Munchies don't look look anything like that. They look so much cooler. Well, and they're also like maybe like a foot tall, and he's easily like two to three feet tall. And he's on a fucking pizza. Yeah, he flies on Flying a pizza around. multiple times in the movie, from what I remember. I hate this. I remember thinking about doing this, uh, bringing this movie up a while back, and just thinking about how much he would hate it. I thought we were supposed to tell people the movie we're going to watch at the end of the episode. <laughs> Well, I mean, we can, I don't know how it's still up in the air. If huh? we can, if we can get a hold of Munchie, right. yeah, I don't, I don't. We have to work out the kinks on the Munchie. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking kinks yeah. involved. Once with I Munchie. can find the the right YouTube video, then I'll save it, and then we can bring it up, and we'll watch. We can watch Munchie. Great. But for now, I mean, I have other movies saved on YouTube too. One called Spookies. No, I don't like anything about that. <laughs> You want to know an awesome thing, an awesome story that we shouldn't, because huge fans of the Boogie Monster. I'm gonna love love Dave and uh, Dave and Kyle. They had a conversation. It, I because I was listening to back episodes. I forget how long ago it was, mm-hmm. but there he was talking about how he'll he'll get kind of put off or offended by like outdated racial slurs or racial words that like nobody else is offended by, and he mentioned Spooky in particular. Like, Spooky called it out. He's like, yeah, I thought it, you know, maybe he was telling a joke. I forget what it was involved, but, like, he said it, and then, like, or he heard it. Again, I don't remember. But the point is, he was like, this is, this is, ah, this is, but nobody else, like, thought it was weird or offensive, and he thought maybe that was a good thing. It's like, ooh, spooky. Yeah, that's how it was used. It was bad. It was more without the E on the end. It was just like the, okay. 
No, that's anything that's a little spooky. It's not good, man. But I guess in 2018, nobody thinks of it but that way. But there's also like a Halloween song that's called Halloween Spooks. Well, you saw that... Halloween the, Spooks it, outside your window. And like, it's just, to me, it's still like just not good. But I guess we're over it. It doesn't matter and anymore. Every, if you've never heard the song Halloween Spooks, I highly like, recommend listening You're going to hurt it. me. Because it's gonna there's break a part you. where they're making spooky sounds, mm. and it sounds like somebody may be having a stroke. Oh my god! <laughs> well, because there was—I the... don't know from what era it was—it's from, but it's. A, it's I a took one. a picture of that and sent it to one of the several group chats who were involved with some of our friends, and it was a picture. It was like a Halloween picture from like Target for like Halloween costumes, and it said like. We're going to get real spooky. And there's just a picture of a young black kid underneath it hanging out. <laughs> there's like five other kids on every side of this display. They could have picked it. And everything said a different word. I didn't feel like that was a good pairing. Like it could have said like getting. But I mean, I guess it can't be like getting creepy. That doesn't work either. Just throw it over the little black child's head. I don't like it. If it was like getting creepy and it was like a little creepy. Yeah, he's just like being some kind of like monster. But he barely had a costume on and it just said like. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah, know. If I, like, like, I know, two, right? We're two, over two it. Meetings. We're over it. We're done. It's not necessarily that we're over it. No, we're it just, over it. It has more of a meaning of scary than it does. It always did. That was the point. But I guess it's that, not good. But I guess that version means scary, too. This is my point from the beginning of this talk with you when this got mentioned. Like, either way is not good. Either way, I'm frightened. Ah, well, that's all right. You're not ending that shit out of the podcast. That's staying in there. That joke is staying. You're not cutting that out. <laughs> We're having fun tonight. <laughs> oh. One thing I definitely wasn't frightened of yes. was the Roger Corman movie that we watched this week that was not Munchie. No, it or wasn't. Munchies, or the plethora of other Roger Corman movies that he's made. Uh, not even the Fantastic Four movie that you cannot even see. Yeah, that's right. I watched the documentary about that, though. You did. It was really good. It's on Amazon Prime, I'm pretty sure. I can and watch just it. Just like then. this movie, on Amazon Prime, Chopping Mall, it's a fucking B-movie classic. I feel like so many people... I've, it's definitely, after a certain era, I feel... Well, they probably don't even know that it's a Roger Corman-produced movie, but if there's a movie that most people know that's a Roger Corman movie... It's this one. Yeah, yeah. After a certain era. Oh, a, okay. a lot of people probably remember like Death Race 2000. The Bane ones. And like Piranha and yeah. stuff like that. But maybe even if you go as far back as Little Shop of Horrors, the original one, not with Rick Moranis, like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, but I mean, Roger Corman's been around for a long time, but I feel like Chopping Mall became this like weird cult yeah. thing because... Because it's bad, and because it's so cheesy... It's so bad, it's good, because it just... It, well, it's very self-aware. It's they exactly what It's exactly what... Yeah, it, it knows exactly what it is, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, just the title alone, the poster is infamous. Yeah, it's scary. And the poster looks way cooler than the movie ever could be. But, I mean, that's almost that almost works in its favor. It's supposed to have a poster like that. Yeah. I've mentioned it before. Great illustrations. The just have lasers going across it. Man, just it should it should it should be one of those like some of those um, like our old grade school portraits when you have the option for lasers, just like the main actress and just that yeah. going on in the background. Well, I mean, I, I think it could be cool if it said chopping mall and it just had like the red laser eye of the thing. And then he's like a like Cylon, they, which it's what he is. Kind of 
are just big, bulky, giant tank Cylons. He's a Cylon. With the the claws look like they were made from the claws that, you know, those claws you would buy get as a kid. Uh huh. They would be like the. Yeah. Some people, I'm sure. Nobody I'm sure, can see that gesture. You, you, <laughs> they you did it three like, different ways. To pick up garbage and Stop stuff. Stop doing it. To pick up garbage. No one can see you do that. Stop doing that. You know what I'm talking about, though? Yeah, I do, exactly. Or, the technically, claws. they're also used for, like, people who lose something behind fucking, like, a furniture, like a. Yeah. Just like, but they were sold as toys. That, too. As, yeah. When we were growing up, they probably still are in, like, knickknack stores. Yeah. I remember one time growing up when we were went to the Wisconsin Dells, I had got one. Uh, and it was called a Terminator arm. Yeah, that, that branding shit. That's good. <laughs> Terminator arm. No arm ever no, looked like click, that. Click. Though I did have a Terminator 2 action figure of Arnold. It was like once he was all like beat up. Yes. Like, at, towards the end of the movie. And you could like take off his arm. And one arm was like his arm. Like and it was all like destroyed and stuff. Yep. And... It had like this metal piece that could come up the middle, like yeah. a anim- like a claw, like a Wolverine claw. Yeah, which is like I know this one. Yeah. That's something. Rico. Um. So it had so it had like a like a Wolverine. I one, know. Just a single one. Yeah. But then the other arm, when you could take that one off and put the other one arm on, was this massive claw. This God. massive metal claw. I didn't have that one, but I do remember it on the back and, of that. But it always baffled me. I always thought it was so cool. It's awesome. But I would also wonder, like, why this wasn't in, like, this was not in the movie. Because it came after the movie. Because I also had a, uh, a T-1000 action figure that was him as the cop. Yes. And it came with a motorcycle. Yes. But his head would, you could push his head down, and his back would open up, and two missiles would shoot out of his oh back. Oh my god, he doesn't have that power. <laughs> He can't do complex machines. He's liquid metal. <laughs> and yeah, two missiles would like fling out of his back. Kenner, man, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Bam! Oh my god, that would have been that would have made all those chase scenes end so much faster. And I remember I didn't like that action figure as much because because of the back having this mechanism that came out what and the head he, going down. What couldn't he do? Move very much. Just stuck in a motorcycle position, basically? Uh, no, like standing, and they, even when you put him on the motorcycle, his legs didn't bend. Oh. So he just, like, stood on the motorcycle. Like, his, like there was, like, a slit in his legs where you could put him onto the motorcycle. Okay, but he just kind of sit on it? Like, straight. Real awkward. No one can see these demonstrations. <laughs> We're both trying to sit like this guy on this motorcycle. Very straight. Yeah. A very straight, like, pencil body. Uh, not pencil body. It was it was just a weird, weird action figure. Those toys are sweet, though. Uh, they are sweet. I, I, I bet there's probably toys now of the robots, the Killbots. From uh, Chopping Mall. Oh, I was going to say something. You mentioned the claw. Did you ever have the actual, like, like, it was, like, the one they made it look like a Terminator hand? Oh, yeah. That you could wear, like, a glove? Yeah. So, like, you had a hand on top of your hand, but you could make it move? Yeah. Yeah, I had one of those, too. It was good. Yeah, I think that was, like, everybody had to have one of those. I don't know how, I don't, mine, mine, I think, came from a garage sale. So, like, when I finally got one, it was, like, the best thing. I think I just got mine from, like, like similar to, like, how I got the one in Wisconsin Dells from. It was probably, like, a touristy store where they sold, like, toys. I think I got my robot one like that, like, from, like, a dollar store or something like that. Just some knick-knack store or whatever that had a toy section. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, anything expensive no. whatsoever. It was just some cheapy... Because I remember it didn't uh, hold up too well. I remember them breaking... What a piece of garbage that knickknack store you got. <laughs> what a piece of trash. 
cool enough to get talked about 20 years later, though. It was pretty cool to get talked about 20 years later. Just like this movie, which yeah, so is older I'm, than 20 years. This movie is actually 30, oh, 32 years old. Oh, my God. Is it the same age as you, basically? Um, I'm almost 32 years old. Oh, damn. You're so still a youngin'. I'm still a youngin'. <laughs> this, uh, this movie, but this movie, it does everything you need it to do, but also not enough, I feel like. No, it's... I hate to say this because I never want this. Hyping it up. What I would like, what I never want in any of these movies is like more slow time, more downtime, more build up, more almost plot. But I never got a movie that like had zero before. So like maybe I want like 15%. Yeah. 20% maybe. Just a tad. I mean, we got like, we got like 3% because we got like, oh, she's, she works here. She's a waitress. At a pizza place, it's going bad. That's something you know about her. She's going to go on a blind date. I know that. Verdi is like the awkward guy in like the uh, the furniture office or whatever. Verdi. That's what I said. What did I say? Verdi? Verdi. Who cares? It's the same. Verde. It's the same. Yeah, Verde. He's real green in this movie. <laughs> He's actually Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. He's a giant green man. He's Gumby. Who oh, also made an now appearance he's Gumby. in this. I mean, maybe the way some bodies were flying around. Speaking of like, we're talking about watching Munchie. We need to yes. watch Gumby as well. Gumby no, Gumby. you're trying to get me on the Gumby train. It ain't happening. Gumby train. We can watch Gumby and Munchies all one night, and I'll drink that. <laughs> I'll drink that four loco that's been in the fridge for like two years. That should be thrown out. <laughs> I will pound it, and then I will not know where I go. You'll be talking about Munchie. We'll be talking about something. You'll be telling me about how offended you are about Munchie. I'll be real serious and somber about it. Oh, wow. I'll be like, I don't know. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I, I think a little bit more, Just more. Of, some, of some story. Not even not even with the, the characters involved so much. Because, you know, there's plenty of slasher movies where you don't get to know most of the characters. Which always bothers me. But there's always one that you do get to know. We didn't get really that person. There's almost always at least one that you get a decent chunk of backstory with correct this time none even i would have liked more with the guy who created the robots well can we talk about the beginning the beginning where it's setting up there's two people making like funny jokes like to each other like i thought they might be somehow trapped in their tour or maybe they had a store in the mall you would have almost expected them to die to get a gratification for their stupid jokes or like they just carry the movie as like comic relief in some parts like if they're because like if I would assume everybody there for the demonstration probably worked at the mall or owned some a place in the mall because yeah. they're getting these new fucking robots. They and, said they mentioned they owned like a restaurant or something. Okay, so they could have been there doing something. Maybe they get stuck or you could have had excuses to do anything. But they make their debut and then they're just out, just in and out. This just this, like the guy who created the robots. He's in and out. He's in the beginning. He does his showcase. You never see him again. Never. That whole beginning scene just just shows the robots to us, but doesn't give any information to any characters. And I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, you could have been like a move. I feel like there's been some movies where, you know, the guy who creates it, he helps stop it, or dies trying to stop the robots. That or could he's, have been a thing. Or he's like a dark evil mastermind who has like a legion of robots at his disposal. Oh man, that would have been cool too. I know. You could have turned this into like some Westworld type shit. Yeah, you could have. You really could have. But with not peop- robots that look like people, just giant tank robots. Yeah. It almost reminded me of, remember in Terminator 3, when they go to like the Cyberdyne or the Skynet like headquarter thing? 
there, there are those robots. There's those like old like original T like 100s or whatever, uh-huh. and it's like tank. It looks like these pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Which is funny how those designs were made and what year and this was made like 15 years before that. Well, those were supposed to be the older model. They were, I know. They have updated technology. Maybe a time traveler gave it to them. Maybe it could be. Maybe this was a different timeline. It's true. Oh, shit. Maybe this happened the same night that... Uh, that Kyle Reese, Kyle Reese came banged back. Sarah Connor. Yep, same night. Could have. And another robot. But then but then all of a sudden an Asian T-1000 shows up. He's close enough to Robert Patrick, right? That's good enough. That's kind of what they did they tried. in Genesis. They tried real hard. They tried, a lot. they tried real hard at a lot of things with Terminator Genesis. It's funny because the best part of that movie was like just the reenactment. Like, oh, I know all these things. Oh, you did a real good job making this look the same. Oh, original idea is just not good, huh? Though nothing else after that? All right. I did see a picture uh, from the new movie. Oh fuck! Of uh, Linda Hamilton. I mean, she's Connor. she's who we need. She's a, the, she's the hero we need. It's almost like what they're doing with Halloween. Like, well, yeah. Well, it's not like the la- it's it's they're redoing this obviously because well they just want another Halloween movie, right? But the other movies had no relation. The Rob Zombie ones, they had no relation. And they're not, he's not making any more of those. No, they're, they're not done. making any sequels to those. No, that's over. So it's like, well, what do we do? We need another, we need a continuation type of thing. Even though we already did one once. Right, but that universe is closed. <laughs> hey, Halloween H2O happened, but it's now it's Halloween H2O 2 or something. 40 years later. And. How can these characters be so iconic, but their entire backstory is just a mess? Well, this one that's coming out literally skips over. Every movie. I mean, come on, I man. really wish it wouldn't skip over two. If you're going to skip over four, no, five, you, and six, you, I get it. You bring back Paul Rudd. <laughs> He's important. Tommy. He's important. You could, we could at least let... That'd be fun to have him have a cameo or J, uh, Jamie or not... Uh, not She's dead. Um, oh, but the actress. Yeah. The original. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Harris. She can make like a cameo at least, or just play that character. That character was important. Up until the sixth movie, that character is very important. Sixth movie, she just gets raped by her brother. Oh my god, it's not a good thing to have happen. <laughs> because of a cult. Fuck, just resurrect her. Use some dark magic and have her come back. You don't even have. You can literally skip. You can start with two. You could start with two. I always hate the skipping and stuff. I know, but I'm just saying, just, you, you could still skip it and then still have that character. You can, yeah. You if can. you wanted to. I just think it would be, I don't know. I like the history, but I get the thing. But it's, back to what we were saying about Terminator, it's like, we're going back and we're getting that like old original actress. They're getting Jamie Lee Curtis. They are. They're getting Linda Hamilton. The good thing about Terminator is that you basically have to accept different timelines and alternate dimensions. So like... Do whatever you gotta do. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I I still like my idea that isn't gonna be done. Terminators. But Sir Linda Hamilton is basically in charge of a bunch of good Terminators from different universes that battle Skynet throughout the multiverse. I mean... Because, yeah. like, there's... How many... We got good Terminators littered all over the fucking place. You could even bring back from the show just have a bunch of Terminators there. Oh, yeah. Summer Galau's character. Right. 
and have Linda because she fakes her death in three because like she's dead supposedly, but you never see her die. She's just gone. They just go to the grave and there's no body. It's full of guns, <laughs> which is a Sarah Connor thing that, to do. I love that scene in that movie because it it's has a doctor cool. from yeah. the original and he's like having like a panic attack. This is and... why people want to discount three. I love three. And it's Arnold walking with a coffin through a graveyard just blasting It's dude. good. Oh man, it's so good. It's good. The I like three. Uh, I could see why people don't. But three's I, a keeper. What I ca- like it. What came after? We can keep three as part of the trilogy, guys. Yes, I agree. Uh, I think this one, though, is going to... Give me a four that I, I want. I think this one is going to be connected to two. Like They're, they're all connected. Yeah, but like they're it's doing the Halloween thing. We don't know. We're it, skipping. But like you this can. This is the last one you remember, right? The good one? But the what, one that everybody liked the but most? unlike ignoring characters in like a Halloween, this one's full of science fiction and time travel. So it may, like it makes sense just to be a different thing. Like you don't you don't have to explain much yeah. of this. It'll one. be interesting to see what they do. Tim Miller, who did Deadpool, is directing it. And uh so we'll see we'll see what they do. That's could be who knows. I don't I don't know either. We'll find out. Yeah, he I mean he opted to not do Deadpool two in order to do this. This is what he chose instead? Well, he didn't choose it instead. He started writing Deadpool two and doing it and then left the movie. That's what I mean. I didn't see Deadpool two, but you said it was good. It was. So I don't know I wonder why what creative differences and whatever things he left for, but when he left, this is the thing he jumped on when I he would left. say Deadpool two is tamer. Tamer? Mm-hmm. I I've heard some people say it's better than the first one. Doesn't mean no, I meant like there's we we like we we took the pedal off the sex stuff, like gotcha. that's just like not even. Gotcha. The the lowbrow dirty humor that a bunch of Facebook commenters love from that movie. Oh, but pass. that's kind of also Deadpool. Is no, kind of is. Nope, not that way. Nope, not that dirty dirty sex stuff. He's silly and goofy and vulgar, but not. Not all the sex stuff. Well, sometimes he is in certain comics. Certain iterations he is like that. But you know who I didn't realize yeah. was kind of like Deadpool? In a, in the silly route, not the fourth wall breaking route, but more the silly route, is Booster Gold. Sure. I know nothing about that character, to be honest. Um, I really didn't know him and never knew much. Yeah. Uh, but in the reading the most recent Batman comics, he is very much like Deadpool. Doing that. And is a, he, fast talking, real silly... Doesn't listen to anybody. Fucks everything. Well, he fucks everything up for yeah. reasons of he thought a good present for Bruce Wayne for his wedding uh, would be to go back in time. I think and I knew that part. Save his parents. Yeah, so that changes everything. Yep. <laughs> yep. Whoops. Yep. Whoops. Just up. Oh no, I'm back in this future, and I don't know what's going on, and I fucked everything up. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's kind of like Flashpoint-ish, but it's. Uh, things are a little bit more They like to play with their alternate universes because they've been around for um, 1,200 years. Yeah, things are a little bit more fucked up. Like, Dick Grayson's a Batman, but he's like, hey, I have guns and I'm just running around killing people, Batman. Oh, no. And uh, Oswald Cobblepot is president. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> That's not good. He should not be there. <laughs> it, ha- it happens. But I don't even know how we got on the turn. But I mean, I because I, robots and stuff in this movie. No, that makes sense. Eighties robot movie, of course. Eighties robot to movie. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it goes hand in hand. This movie, though, uh, unlike Terminator and Terminator Two and stuff, there's little to no plot, which is fine because it gets right into the meat of things. But like we were saying, it kind of needed a little, just that little bit. You know how this movie? If was, I had to be picky, you know how this movie's an hour and fifteen minutes. Maybe it should have been an hour and a half and gave you just a little bit more. Honest, right? But that's why I don't want to be like, you know, 
beggars can't be choosers because it gives me those 20 minutes could have been awful and I could have not have appreciated like the rest of the movie as much as I did because of that. Right. So maybe it's just better just to be like, all right, it's a moment in time. Yeah. And uh, the movie, it is ridiculous. It's the, awesome. The robots are called, they're, they're called kill bots, but they're also called protectors. It's like ironic. Pr- protector one, protector two, protector three. The one thing in this movie, there's three points throughout this movie uh, we need to make mention of. Mention them. One is nine minutes in. All right. The other one is 23 minutes in. And the other one is 29 minutes well, in. You want to hit us with those with those points? Oh, yeah. They're points for sure. All right. Well, talk some, about some, them. Some female points. What was the female points? It's the points? hashtag whip your tits out moments of the oh, movie. Oh, come we're doing. We were doing so good. Three times in this movie. We were doing so Nine good. Minutes, All three of those minutes, are tits coming out? 29 minutes. All three of those are tits coming out? Yeah. You know what? I am disgusted that this is a thing. One was on a poster, and two were actual women in the movie. Okay. Are we really counting poster tits here? It was... There were tits on a... Po- there were tits... In the but movie. she didn't whip them out. They're already out. He unfolded it. It was like he whipped ah, it. I even accept that in my... It was a centerfold. I don't like it at all. Because <laughs> I even have to accept it because it makes sense to me. I wish it didn't. He whipped it out of his book. He had it in the book. Oh he my whipped God. it out of the book. So yeah, the uh, three whip your tits out moments in We're having movie. a perfectly good podcast and now I'm upset. <laughs> I think you're already upset with the when you saw what Munchie looked oh like. Oh my God, I'm still upset. <laughs> like, I'm gonna design a character. Oh, got him. <laughs> what? Why would you do that? Why would? Why was Dom Deloise the voice of that? Because he, he had any respect he, for himself. He kind of had to be. To be honest, think about how that character looks well, I mean, and how like, he sounds. Like mid, like early '90s, probably Dom DeLuise probably didn't have a whole lot going on. But I, I don't mean like he had to, as in like he was up for money and he needed to do this role. Do you think it looked like Dom DeLuise? I feel like it just needed to happen. His voice has to come out of this creature. I know he doesn't look like him. I I understand, but there's a. Dom DeLuise made me think of there's a movie called Going Bananas. Holy fuck, it's on YouTube. No, there's a movie. It's a haven't movie. you shown me parts of this it's before? A, it's a canon film called Going Bananas. No, that oh my god, no. it is. There's some I've never seen it. No, but I, I've seen clips of it and it is sh- next level. This show one. me what it looks like again. And uh, uh, Jimmy Walker is in the movie. JJ uh, Dynamite. Isn't there Jimmy isn't Walker. there a creature or no? Yeah, there's a monkey. Show me what it looks like again. It looks terrifying because it is a man in a monkey costume. Oh, wow. You showed me something else. No, I probably showed you a scene from the movie where it's real creepy. But the picture... How tall is that? It's like a, it's like a little person in a monkey costume. It is because I remember not looking that cool. That doesn't look that awful to me. And it's the kid from uh, Over the Top. Oh, jeez. I remember it looking way worse than that. Yeah, it looks worse when it's in action. Anyways. Oh, because can't you see the human mouth underneath it? Yeah, it's like some Ah, bad... That's not a bad part. Yeah, there's some bad stuff going on there. No bad stuff with the robots in this. They uh, they moved pretty... They're awesome. Uh, The questionable lasers 
as far as how strong they were. Because at one point, they're extremely strong. They, one of the goriest parts of the movie, blow a woman's head off. Yeah. Uh... They, they destroy an entire furniture store. But later on, they aren't doing much damage whatsoever. They kind of nick somebody's leg. It's because they're missing. Somebody mis- in the stomach. They're missing. They were hit by a lightning bolt. Their circuits are a little off. They were all charged up in the beginning, and then their lasers never recovered. So then their lasers got weak enough to bounce off, but then hurt them when they hit them. Yeah, because when a laser hits a mirror, it gets more, it absorbs the kinetic energy from the mirror and then flies back into the robot, so it's way more intense. Okay. I mean, I I can kind of understand it a little bit. Doesn't it make sense? Except for when the laser... I meant more as far as the weakness of the lasers. It doesn't make sense, though. It doesn't Because the lasers at one point are literally going through the people. No, that's just... They're just... No, no, no. They're just, like, flying by. They're not going through them. They're not good shots. No, they're not, because... When they're shooting up the furniture store, they're hitting everything but the people. They have that 80s bad guy syndrome. It's just like, nope. They're built by Cobra, actually. But, they're, but, they're, but they hit sometimes. Well, because sometimes. So I guess they're better than G.I. Joe. And they, like, literally kill people. They're better it's not th- even just nicks sometimes. It's, like, literal death. So Cobra, most of the time, no death. They're, they're better than G.I. Joe, and there's a lot of G.I. Joe toys in this movie. Just throwing it out there. There's a lot of weird little pop culture references in this movie. But I mean, during that time, those were just random toys in a mall. Like, they weren't put there yeah. because of G.I. Joe. They yeah. were just there. The the Gumby one was, like, kind of timely-ish because Gumby's had its, like, ups and downs and popularity. Gumby's but the weirdest thing eternal. was, like, a... Well, Gumby was in a, in a window display for, uh, like, a fashion store, which I thought was weird. But the other one that I thought was super weird for a fashion store was... Well, clothing store. Why am I saying fashion store? Just stick with it, man. <laughs> fashion store is where I buy my fashions. <laughs> hey, I'm all out of fashions. I'm going to the fashion store. The weird, well, weird accent you're well, doing there uh, with, the, with that word fashions. Yeah, going to the fashion store. Just an aggressive man going to the fashion store. He has fashions. I get you. So the weirdest one was a Monopoly display. It had, like a, it had like a jail thing. In that store, you do go past go, and you collect a lot of cool shit with your own money that you have to pay. Yeah, you don't get to use Monopoly money. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> nope. May, um, well, maybe that store had their own currency. Like oh. You can only shop there using like their money. So it's like going to Chuck E. Cheese and need tokens to play the games. Yeah. Nice. You need their currency. Wow, it's like a foreign country. Yeah, at the, but at the mall. It's like an em- embassy at the mall. Isn't it kind of weird that... I mean... What? Lots of things are weird. I think that I'm just a minority here because I... I don't think you're a minority. <laughs> what? All right. If Green Day taught me anything, I'm a minority. Oh, no. And... But, no, in the sense of... There was definitely a point in my life, in like, not even maybe in high school, but I guess high school-ish, but, like, you know, when the going to the mall was cool. You're a minority? The mall was... I mean, people went to the mall. I don't know if we ever thought it was cool. It was just like a thing, a place to hang out, a thing to do, because you could go there. <laughs> that's a minority thing? No, no, no. I'll, t- I'll get to this point. Oh, okay. Because so like, like, that's I, what the mall so is like, for. like most people, when they were younger, had that phase, especially around when we grew up, had that like phase of like the mall being like a thing. Yeah. So, but I grew out of it very quickly, and I could give two fucks about the mall. 
I don't ever go to the mall. You're lame, dude. You don't know how to party. When do you go to the mall? When how I, often do you go to the mall? It's been probably like four months, but I have gone. I go to, I go if I want to buy some clothes. I see. I never, I never go to the mall. I mean, I walk in just to a few stores. It's usually like, I when we used to go to the movie theater there. Move, we, yeah, we, go to the movies. We've there. since yeah. uh, adopted another movie theater. Sure. So uh, I haven't gone there to even see a movie. But even then, when you go to the movies, you kind of just skim. Yeah. You barely skim it. You're just like, but I kind of just get right in there. But I would say that that counts as going to the mall, man. They had a movie theater in this one too. They had the ticket booth. Yeah. The but like the eighties was such a huge thing for the mall and the early nineties. Seventies hardcore too was super big into malls because that's I feel when, like eighties was like mall. That was the time for malls. Yeah, but that's when you had like mall pop stars like Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. They got so big and they performed in malls. It was like yeah. a thing. The mall. But I mean, like Dawn of the Dead was seventies. Man, malls were yeah. raging. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that they weren't. I'm just saying eighties was like the. The, the 80s was that mecca mall time. It peaked. For then, so many movies and TV shows and things like that took place in malls. By that point, it had decades of being established as like the yeah. mall is the fucking and, place and to be. And even the early to mid-90s, malls were still like... But even in movies now, you don't see too, too many movies where people are at the mall. You know Occasional why? Occasional TV shows... Like, I, I can remember... Uh, quite a few episodes of my, like Modern Family where they where they're at the mall and things like that. You know why, man? Because the mall is not just the internet. Like people don't go there to buy all the things they would normally go there to buy, and they they would, right. it's an excuse to hang out. But it's not even that cool enough of places to go and hang out because like we can just go somewhere else. Right, and but I I always just I think my my distaste for the mall is always just like I don't know. It's always felt like depressing. They're just like. The mall's like, depressing people to People just, you? like, walk, like, lanking, lanking around. If you, if you walk into... Buying all my stuff, blowing all my money, I guess. If you walk into any fucking store, you see that exact same thing. Any store. Yeah, but, like, at least if it's a store that has, like, groceries and th- necessities. The mall, there's nothing, there's, there's nothing necessary at the mall. Oh, man, I don't know, man. You don't, where else can you get your sports paraphernalia? Where else are you going to buy sneakers? Anywhere. The internet? And there's so many so. stores nope. that sell shoes. I don't think so, man. I think the only place you can get it is the mall or the internet. So. Or what about Shoe Carnival? That's a, a carnival of shoes. Yeah, it's a good thing it's far away from the mall where we live. <laughs> where we live? There might be other shoe carnivals that are nowhere near a mall. There is. Every shoe carnival is within walking distance of a mall. Damn. Every single one. Is that like one. their rule? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a radius. What if this movie took place in a shoe carnival instead? It'll be over real fast. Do you think the role would be like, uh, with just maybe one robot, and then they would spin like that wheel they have, you know, they have to the see wheel. how to see how you die? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Lasers. And they have the microphone. You choose lasers. <laughs> and then, but then it would spin one time, and then one guy would just get a free pair of shoes, and they'd let him go. They'd let him. Go. <laughs> yeah, he gets to go. You can hide out in a. So he. So because the the robots are just there's nowhere to. I've been to a shoe carnival recently and there's nowhere to go. You have nowhere to go. I also just like the mall. I can't remember the last time I was at a shoe carnival. Well, you're looking at cool shoes online, but like maybe I want to see this shoe in person. Let's see what they got. Shoes are a hard thing to buy online. They are. So you try a shoe online on a shoe carnival. You're like, I like this size, like this fit, but this isn't the color. Like, I'll go order online. 
I've done that. They don't like it. Just <laughs> try and choose well, them to sleeve. Well, they don't know. Maybe you just didn't like the shoe. No, when they're like, hey, can I, how can I help you? And you go, I'm buying this on the internet. And run away real fast. It's my exact quote. You like scurry out. It's my exact quote. Like, Or when I walk in trying to walk out. Yeah, that's what you say. <laughs> okay, that's your, when you're walking out, what? You give him the finger or something? No, because the up? same guy will say hello to me. Then on the way out, he'll say bye to me. He gives me a look. I'm like, man, I'm not stealing shoes. Where am I going to put them? They're not on my feet. Man, not everybody thinks you're stealing. Everybody thinks I'm stealing. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say one time I just bought shoes because I was afraid he thought I was going to steal. So I spent 80 bucks. Just kidding, it's a joke. Oh. I didn't do that. Well, I hope not, because that sounds really dumb. It'd be so much money. Like, you just... Like, that almost happened to me at, at uh, C2E2 this year. A guy thought I want... He claimed I said... Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. That I wanted one of his prints. I mentioned that I really enjoyed one of his prints. He went to go grab it out of his thing and put it in the sleeve for me. And then give it to me, and I had to be like, yeah, no, I don't I don't want to buy this. But, I mean, we're, as somebody who works in sales and who also makes pictures, I feel like he was up to some sketchy shit. Like, he knew what he was doing. Maybe. He, he was didn't just trying... seem like a sketchy guy. But, I mean, he's also there to I mean, make... He honestly, like, even though it was a super awkward thing, and it, even if he wasn't being super sketchy, his sketches were pretty sweet. No, oh, I'm sure he was a badass artist and a cool yeah, dude but like he's great a, beetlejuice but like it, animated series like shit it but it's awesome. also it's also his business so i don't know like he just i mean he did yeah. but maybe maybe you're just the asshole like maybe people have been over there like looking at stuff and actually buying things you're like looking and like you didn't buy anything so maybe you're the asshole uh you know how many people are looking at stuff there and don't buy anything well maybe a everybody went to his booth and bought a bunch of stuff so he was just I, in a rhythm maybe i don't know if he was that popular he looked like he was kind of bored all right so we <laughs> went from we went from cool to now he's Whichever way makes you not be the asshole <laughs> is where we're going with this story. I mean, I didn't feel like an asshole at all. I just felt super awkward and did well, not know what to do. Well, Maybe if he had a robot like Shoe Carnival has to you know, <laughs> attack me if I'm there overnight. Now they have the robot at Shoe Carnival. We this is already a thing that we mentioned. I know the robots oh, were at I was, Shoe Carnival. Oh, I was here for that conversation. I do, in fact, remember. I just wish Shoe Carnival was bigger. I wish it was more of a carnival. Carnivals are big, though. Like you're That's saying. what I just said. I wish it was bigger. I went to say different word than big. I went to say, like, giant. Sorry to use the same word. Bad editing, I guess. It should be, like, a big, fun place. It's not. It's usually kind of smelly and It's not sad. smelly. Why do you think? Any like, place, any retail place is fucking sad. They have that, like, they have that, like, thing in the middle where the guy's the microphone, and he just looks like he wishes he was dead, and he's like, hey, get your... Shoes. Yeah, because nobody wants to work at a fucking shoe carnival. Nobody wants to work at any of these fucking stores. Some people want to work at some no, of stores. No, that's just where they... I used to work at stores like that, and I, there were some people there that I know. fucking loved they those don't, places. They don't really, though. Not really. Not deep down. The shoe carnival that used to be by us was formerly a store called Silo. Do you remember that? That it was a that Silo? That shoe carnival is still by us. Okay, the shoe carnival that is by us... <laughs> Used to be a store called Silo. And what is Silo? It was an electronics retailer. Oh, did it get bought? Did it get driven out of town by Circuit City? It closed who in 1995. Dr- who got driven out of town for being shitty? Circuit City was kind of shitty. It was never good. I did. I would buy stuff from there every now and then, 
but I remember it always being really awkward because they would have like random cash registers spots throughout the store. So it always made you feel weird when you're leaving and walking past the cash register. You never knew where to pay. You never knew where to pay. Like, or who's, in yeah. the movie section, there was a cash register there, but it was just like a little desk like against the wall. It was like a little thing on the wall. Uh-huh, with yeah, a, like a kiosk And then kiosk they had like a almost. cash register, an actual one in the game section. Yeah. But then they had one at the end of the store, but that was more like a customer service desk, but that was where you would check out. Very this it was, is the it was almost like multiple registers, but not in like a designated section, which so, is fine. Which is cool because like if you're in the movies and you're buying a movie, you could just check out there with yeah. the movie. But then when you leave, it always felt weird. Like, you know, you could just walk through the whole store with your merchandise. Do you know the last thing I bought at Circuit City? What's that? I bought the DVD for Chronicles of Riddick, and when I came home and opened it, there was no DVD inside. <laughs> <laughs> And it wasn't that expensive. So was it I was during their clearance, like when they were going maybe no, 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 no. This was a, this was for this was a long time ago, probably over ten years ago. But it was like not enough. It was like maybe like four bucks. I didn't feel like staying in line. To, so then I just never got the DVD. <laughs> I just didn't go back. I didn't want to go back there and deal with this because I knew how long that takes. So it's like, well, that's a write-off. The last thing I ever bought there was when they were going out of business. It oh, and it was the the Nightmare on Elm Street box set that I have. Worth it. And I bought it for probably, I think, 10 bucks. Worth it, man. Oh, totally worth it. That's awesome. I mean, now there's, like, Blu-ray out that probably has a sweet, like, you know, restoration and stuff like that. But the DVD box set is really fucking cool looking. So it's a pretty good get for 10 bucks. Yeah, this uh, is awesome. During the dying days of Circuit City. And, you know, it was real cool that they made the front of their buildings look like a plug. Because they didn't make it look like there was still a Circuit City forever. There's <laughs> yeah, there's no way. You, how do you buy that building and just take the building? I remember the promenade out by us it was obviously a newer... It's uh, Now is older-ish. Sure. But, you know, one of the newer malls or whatever. You, promenade is a mall, I guess, whatever. So, but, by us, but they put a Circuit City in there right before they went out of business. Like, right before they announced they are going out of business. Yeah, who thought that was a good idea? And they put one. And now it's a Benny's Liquor... Depot Does it place. have the plug? And it still looks like a plug, and the but it's a bit, but it's a liquor store. Because it's it's ingrained into the structure. You can't just take it out. I'm pretty sure the one closest by us is nothing now. Yeah, it's just an empty building. It was an H H Greg, and I think they went out of business. At least that store did, like that location. I thought they all. I think they did all they. H H Greg is done. Yeah, just like Silo, just like uh, probably a lot of the stores in the mall in this movie. How does Best Buy keep it up? Appliances, right? That's what keeps Best Buy going? Oh, for sure. They uh, definitely... No, H.H. Gregg still exists. I thought it did, you liar. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Look, it says defunct May 25th, 2017. They filed for bankruptcy. All stores were permanently closed May 25th, 2017. You're a fuck. You're having false information, idiot. I thought they were still open, but they're not. But at first you thought they were closed. Yes, I did. Again, whichever opinion doesn't make you the idiot in this situation is the one you're but on board with. That, this situation's not true because I opened up their page and it made it seem like it was still open. It's right. not. Yes, yeah, so you dealt with the information you were dealt. That information made you an idiot okay. and a liar. This is why. They still exist as a website only. Yeah, so they're still open, you fucking liar. I wish Toys R Us would have stayed as a website. Their website sucked. Still, hey, they are still a thing in Canada. 
can that got bought, that's going to keep going. Yeah, because it's like different. You can split it up. Yeah. Same company. People buying different parts. It's getting chopped up into pieces. People tried now. to buy the one for here. And it like didn't. It's too much debt. The guy who owns the Bratz dolls. It's, he he tried did. to buy it. It's too much. There's just not. It's not enough going on. It didn't pan out. Nope, it did not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Best Buy. I think they. I think, I think that they move with the trends better, as far as like, okay, well, people aren't really buying movies anymore. Or CDs. Well, CDs they pretty much don't even have. I don't think at all. No, those are. But then like people got into vinyl, so then they had brought vinyl into their store. Oh, did they? I've seen it. Oh wow! Their, Their store. Wow. And then like movies is like. Okay, well, people don't buy a lot of movies. They still but, buy movies. But the people that do buy movies like to buy collector shit. So what are we going to do? Steelbook exclusives. There you go. They start, they honestly, Best Buy really started the exclusives because now everywhere has an exclusive. Target, Walmart, I think has started doing them too. I know Target does though because I got Thor Ragnarok and it's a different case, everything, and I got it from Target. And the I got it from Target, and it came with a bunch of extra shit in special case, sweet stuff like that. So, but at Best Buy, uh, but their movie section isn't large, but it's just large enough and just has a just enough collectors things where they know hmm. the mark. But I think they also got in early. Uh, not I, mean, I don't know about early or what whenever time, but as far as like cell phone stuff goes. There, you can get cell phones oh, through yeah. them. And honestly, I prefer going to Best Buy to get a new cell phone than going to my provider's store. Because Best Buy does all providers. Okay. And they don't give a shit about any sort of commission for that provider or anything like that. So they're not going to hound you when you're there. You just go in and be like, I want this phone. And they just set it up for you. And they're not asking you to get all sorts of extra shit and stuff. Yeah. They might mention like phone insurance. But beyond that... They're not trying to sell you all your, you know, if you have Verizon, they're not trying to sell you the Verizon this and the Verizon. Like know. how I got a cool tablet for 12 more bucks a month. Yeah. They're just like. It's a cool tablet though. The, every, my experiences with Best Buy getting a, the last two two or three phones I've had, I've gotten through Best Buy instead. This pop- and I've oh. gone there like the day of releases of things. And that's been good. And it pre-ordered and they had it and it was fine. No line. Sat nice. down. Cool. Set up an appointment. Oh shit. And everything. And it was very smooth, easy. Nice. No hassle. Nice. This podcast brought to you by Best Buy. Brought to you, well, you asked like, how do they keep going? No, I know. And, I'm just being shitty. And I think it's, you know, TVs too. It's buying yeah. TVs online. I think is a, it's a weird thing for most people. Well, like, let's ship it to my house. But then again, like, it makes a shipment all the way from the warehouse to the store. Yeah, but I think it being left on your porch, possibly, or something, that's concerning. It should be. Yeah, that's true. Uh, an object that's that, typically that large. That big and expensive. Yeah. Usually big things cost money, so. Yeah. So. That's true. And, and they and they also, like, they're like, here, we're a Samsung place now. We have all the Samsung stuff. Mm. They have, like, sections in their store dedicated to companies so it's almost like mini stores within a store and the companies like that of course so they have like here's the apple section and they have all their apple people they have like a mini apple store inside yeah. their store here's like the mini samsung here's the mini this this that, whatever i think they somehow keep going i don't ever hear about them being in trouble no never so and obviously appliances is huge so they but there it. are places where you would think appliances would hold them up that are going they, under. Like Sears, they keep closing, especially around us, keep closing store after store. I keep hearing about it on the news. 
Oh yeah, seriously. But I think it's just different markets. These places stretch themselves so thin sometimes. Like, why do you have this store here anyways? Yeah. You went to Circuit City, they got put in before they fucking ba- were done as a company. So they were dying as that store got built. Yeah. So what are you doing? I think companies are just stupid because a lot of corporations are run by idiots who don't know what they're doing. Just like the guy who built these robots, he seemed like an idiot. Why would that robot need a laser? I mean, I'm all on board with robots and lasers. But he's mall security. You're going to give him a laser? Why would they can blow off do someone's mo- head? Do most mall security cops even have guns? No! Unless they're like an off, like a cop. Like a cop station there. Yeah. Just mall cops don't have guns. If Paul Blart taught me anything, is he just put your hand on your belt and then pretend you have a gun because you and the customer both know that you don't. See, I was trying to think more of like observe and report. No, nope, Paul Blart, man. And observe and report... He had a gun at the end, but I don't think he had a gun when he was on the job. I think job. it was maybe illegal to have that gun. Well, probably. He was also a mentally unstable human being. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> scary. That character in that movie is very, very scary. That's for sure. So is he better than this robot that shoots lasers, though, and has four claw arms um, that shoots darts I, and just can decapitate you? I would say, yes, he is better than that robot because he... While he was a, an unstable individual, he de- was dedicated to his job and actually enjoyed his but job. But what if he was sitting outside and get hit by a lightning bolt? Would he freak out and kill everybody well, then? Well, he just stopped taking his meds and started freaking out and doing mm. bad things. But he also had the cops kind of working against him in a weird, corrupt way. There was a lot going on with that guy. Uh, basically, like, raped the woman that he was, like, in love with for a long time. There's not a good... It wasn't... I mean, he didn't, like, rape her, but... She was all I, fucked up on drugs. I have not seen the movie enough to defend this rape allegation uh, well, or she, protest against it. She takes a bunch of his it. medication because she's like, ooh, you have pills. And then he's like doing stuff to her. And, and she's, she's out of it. She keeps falling asleep. Oh, and he's so like, he's doing a Cosby. That's and, total bad well, no, stuff. But then she, he's like, uh, and then she's like, no, keep going. So but she's he's like, like asleep but knows what's going on. It's a weird, that's a weird scene in the movie. It's a weird movie. I love the bad taste in my mouth. It's a weird, it is a weird movie. What's Danny McBride in them? I know what it is. It? So it's, it's going to be very aggressive. Like most things they do. It, the, everything they do is very aggressive and very weird. Dark, aggressive, and weird. That's, the, that's their style. Yeah. Chopping Mall was just silly though. Chopping Mall was not aggressive or dark. No, but it was, murder br- it was brutal. Murder happened, but it wasn't very dark. It was just like over the top. Some of the murders could have been, I think, a little bit like we when should the probably guy address crashed, the when the guy murders. crashed the cart into the robot that was being electrocuted. That was dramatic. It was way too dramatic for as slow as things were moving. It was hilarious. He jumped on that one. He jumped on the cart and crashed it into the robot, and that caused it to blow up. And but he got electrocuted. So like, the electrocution power of both things combined. I don't really know what was going on there, but he could have jumped off that cart and not died. No, the magnetic pull from the robot and the electricity kept him anchored to the cart because of his belt buckle. We'll go with that. What's and then happened? the other guy, he just got thrown off the balcony. That oh, was awesome. The third level. The robot just was like, whoop, done. He's done. And then the one, the most, well, it's hard to say, but I guess the, at least the girl who got her head exploded, she's dead pretty quick. Oh my god, yeah, the most brutal one you're going to talk about. The most brutal one was, a, it was, not was good. a woman. And the robot didn't do this intentionally. No, they tried to... Well, because they tried to make grenades, but tell what happens to her. Then we can talk about, their, about the weapons that were made. So, she is burned alive. 
But the robot shoots a gasoline canister that she's holding, and it like it ex- on yeah fire. explodes on her, and then she's just engulfed in flames. Yeah, and then her friends have to sit there and just watch her burn as alive. she's screaming. Yeah, and flailing all over the place. She gets burned alive, and then she's dead. That's not good at all. A few of the other deaths though were just like I got shot. Yeah, the the stomach laser shot that was weak. Yeah, well, she could have maybe survived, Linda. Well, man, the, the, that's the thing with lasers. You don't know. Oh, we knew a little bit about them. They were married, actually. They were a married couple. And they had just started a business. Linda, that one guy. Oh yeah, the guy who got electrocuted. Uh huh. Yeah. Because she gets killed, and then he goes on his his death defying. Well, it wasn't death defying because he died, but he went his his cart ramming spree, and that's what got him killed. Because they had got a bunch of guns too, or blasting these robots. Which every time they shot him, they did nothing except one. The pistol shot the robot in the eye, and then it just fucked up his laser. Yeah. Laser malfunction. Laser malfunction. <laughs> laser malfunction. Wait, I never mind. I can use my laser again. Did he? Did he shoot lasers? That yeah, shot? he did that yeah. one. Yeah. Oh no. That was the final one, and he was still shooting lasers at the end. But he still had a fucked up face, right? It was yeah. the same one with the cracked yeah. visor. Really? And he was shooting lasers right. at the end when I'll he crashed you. into the paint store and exploded. Yeah, and if you you guys, I know paint and like paint thinner is like flammable. You, you well, for for one thing. One pop with a screwdriver. I've never opened a can of paint with one pop from a screwdriver. Sometimes you at least gotta knock it with a hammer. Maybe not hard, just like a little bang bang. Yeah. Not just pop, pop, like a Pringles can. The pop. only time I've ever been that successful with one is that they make these little like you can get them at, like when you go buy paint. It's like a little tiny thing. You need a special tool though, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a very it's like a dollar. They're like cheapy. They're like just metal little. It almost looks like a little metal can opener type of thing. Oh. And, it, and like, well, that makes sense. It has a little like thing at the top you hold, and then it has a little like pry thing at the bottom. And then you kind of just hook it under and pull. But listen, to this whole contraption you you we use in 2018 to open a can of paint. I mean, it's 19- I don't know if it's more much of a contraption. It looks like something that's probably existed for about 40, 50 years. Okay, it so- basically has like a screwdriver end, but with a little bit more of like a hookness to it. All right, well, look up the patent. What's it look call it, name it, type in it in Google. Look up the patent. Soon this was invented. I don't even know what it's called. Paint can opener? Yeah, type in paint can There's opener. There's probably so many different kinds of paint can well, openers. Only one way to find out, if only we had the internet. I'm not looking it up. You better look up paint can opener. Just do that search and see what comes up. And go to images. And then tell me if you see it. This is important. Yeah, it looks like almost like a keychain. All right, good. Well, now look up the patent. It's a very simple tool. Paint can opener invented when? You can even just use a can opener. Invented probably. when? <laughs> when was it invented? I don't want to buy it. Invented when? U.S. Patent Application Office. Paint can opener. Uh, filed in 2013? I don't know which one this is for, though. It'll show the description. It'll show the blueprints. It doesn't. No. Come on, patent office, help me out. We had important issues to solve here. Ah, fine. Oh, well, click on the link so that says only, add. it only existed for five years? It feels like that's not right. I feel like I'd be... They're called church keys. Oh, that's just a can opener. But it's a version of a church key. Well, click on that link that said ask a lawyer. Bottle openers are also known as church keys. Weird. I never heard that term. Well... 
church key. Somebody says a church key. I don't like that. Hey, my name's Jim Churchkey. Oh, man, he sounds Polish. Yeah, he's from Chicago. Oh, that's how Chicago people talk? Yeah. All right, good thing we know some of them. <laughs> I'm Jim Churchkey. I don't think that's how Jim... The bears, Jim Churchkey. Oh, then they go for the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> the little dangling fruit there. That's what, I, that's what I do best. Go for the dangling fruit? Go for the dangling fruit. Ah, oh, don't make that hand gesture. Just like those dangling boobies in this movie. Oh, man. I like Chopping Mall. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. We talked about retail stores for a while, but it goes in hand-in-hand. Uh, hand. I mean, Chopping Mall... It's all relevant. Don't justify what we talk about <laughs> on our podcast. But Chopping Mall is just... It's just... It goes. It's Here's amazing. Murdering robots, they murder, and then the people get chased by them, and then they take them on, and then they blow them up. One way of blowing them up was via an elevator apparatus. Yeah, talk about that with propane, and they, and they, they shot at it. And they on the top, and for some reason it made the elevator because the explosion was such a big shock wave it sent the elevator down to the ground and that robot didn't stand a chance how else did they die the robots yeah how else did they die just explosions the one crashed into a paint store yeah can we i I really want to blow up i really want to mention like what kind of glass is this mall made out of like, even normal glass can't break that easy, right? It'll shatter. Sugar, just, sugar glass, like the kind with fake bottles. Obviously was, for the movie it was, but also the mall itself oh, was it actually... Cut, well, it was cutting back on costs because they had to buy all these robots. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, my God. And install those doors. Those, like, uh, spaceship doors. Yeah, was this thing prefer, prepared for the fucking purge? Those are purge doors. Those robots Safe. were purge robots. 80s purge robots. Oh, my God. Well, I want that to be a movie. The, well, the, the after they're one done with the first purge, they'll go to the next purge. It'll be the future purge. And when the purge comes back, it'll be like purge thirty forty nine. It'll be like in space purge, space purge, with robots. I just think any purge in the future is going to be full of drones, right? Just drone wars. Yeah, lasers. Shoo. Just like that. That's when, like, they, when they're really about ready to finish doing the Purge movies, they just jump the shark. But I mean, the Purge movies are always absurd. Yeah, they are, but they're not like that. It's not like in space, but, Purge in space. But after this first one, they're probably. I mean, they're working on the Purge TV show that takes place. During, I don't know what's going on with that. Me neither. But all these TV, so many things, so many streaming platforms make TV shows. That are just like being made off in the distance. Well, that was not a streaming. It's on MTV. Was it going to be MTV? I thought it was a streamer. No. Are you M- sure? Yeah, it's, M- it's MTV. Are you sure? Like 99% sure it's MTV. Google it. Let me know. I'll Google it after we're done recording. Oh, man. It's fun to Google for people on the internet. <laughs> they can Google it themselves. Uh, but they're listening. They got. They can't multitask. They're busy. Well, you know what? Listen to your beautiful voice. They're listening to my voice right now. Talk about chopping mall. Yeah, chopping mall rules. And chopping mall rules. Like it gives you everything you expect. Like, oh, it's called chopping mall. It's about killer robots in a mall. Thank you. That's what I got. That's what you got. Maybe a little more character. Even, but I don't even know if I. Yeah, it's like a weird situation. It's hard. It's hard to wish. You want it, and you kind of think you want it. Because it does sound like maybe it existed, and then maybe Roger Corman was just like, "Nah, pass." Probably. Cut. Who knows? They probably filmed it. How many movies are an hour and sixteen minutes? I mean, not too many, right? I bet there's a slew of his that are pretty like. Well, maybe his. Like, that's that true. Kind of thing. 
So yes, next week on the podcast, episode 183, we're watching 1974, It's Alive. We don't watch too many movies from the 70s. We should. I feel like it should happen more and more. That, uh, what was that one little girl where she, that was from the 80s and it looked like it was from the 70s. I think we agreed. Are you that sure it was, it was filmed in the seventies? There's we, no way it was eighties. Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, and same thing with that one that it was called like Debbie's Dream, right? Yeah, something. Oh. Uh, the Suckling. That one looked like it was filmed in the seventies. Yeah, it did. It was like released in the eighties. Yeah, that's when I watched for myself because we were, <laughs> we were that wasn't happening, I guess. Right? Yeah. Because I was I sick or something. Uh, no, or we that... watched it uh, and skyped it. Yeah, why couldn't it, why? Was I, I think you were sick or something. Yeah, that's I what think I mean. You were right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, this one is uh, it's alive. It's a it's a kind of a horror classic, I guess. It was recently released on Blu-ray via Scream Factory, all three movies. So it's alive, 1974, the one film you should not see alone. Oh well, I won't. I'll be with this this, this great man it over says, here. It says there's one thing wrong with the Davies Davies baby. Baby's Davy. Baby's Davy. All right. So yeah, 19. Oh my goodness, 1974. Uh, yeah, horror movie. We don't watch too many horror movies from the '70s, so I think it's a good, good pick uh, as opposed to Wishmaster. Well, thank my debit card. But we'll, we'll get to the gin in the Wishmaster one day. Thank capitalism and the genie. The genie monster will be waiting for us and uh, credits down the line. So yeah, four B movie breakdown. I'm Corey. My name is Nick, and I'm here. And he's here. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. Be movie.